Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with John and Lucas. What's up, gentlemen? Hey. How's it going? I know last week, um, Jay was joking about harm your replacement, but I think I'm actually Jay's replacement. <laughs> yeah, Jay got, Jay got stuck. Uh traveling so um lucas was kind enough to step in so we got a full three-man roster here um and uh we're going to talk today about um some exciting stuff we are so there's there's two primary topics that we're going to hit today we're going to talk about force user duels uh and what to do in a force user duel because um, a listener brought that up as a good topic idea um but we're also going to talk about some real, actual Shadow Collective cards that we got full previews of. Rules! Woo! Um, no way! Yeah, for, <laughs> for those that have been listening to us, you know that we don't generally like uh, deal with things where we don't have some kind of full information picture um, you know, or speculation or anything like that. So we've been kind of avoiding the like drip drip of like half Shadow Collective paint stream you know, previews and stuff, but we actually got an article on a webpage with card images on them um, for Black Sun Enforcers. So we're going to talk about those also. Um, I guess we should do housekeeping first. We didn't talk about who was going to actually do housekeeping. Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> I can do what? housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what housekeeping we have. All right, yeah. I'll try not to get the URL as incorrect here. Um, I'll get you on those. <laughs> uh, a couple things. We sell Legion now. You can go to the fifth trooper.com and check out our store. We have actual Legion products that you can purchase there. If you do the code SW Legion, you can get 10% off. Uh, you can also check out Stormtide there. We're currently in season two. If you want to go all the way back to season one, clearly you're welcome to do that, but you can also just start fresh in season two. That's also on the fifth trooper.com. Uh, if you want to support our Patreon because you like this podcast or you like the many articles on our blog, you can check out patreon.com slash the fifth trooper. I think I got that right this time um, and support us on that. Of course, you can also check out buy from our store if you uh, want to support us that way too. So um, yeah, check us out the fifth trooper.com. You can also check out any of our numerous tools uh, there is a tools submenu on there. We have the ELO rankings. We have the Invader ELO rankings. We have Legion HQ, the list builder. We have Legion stats. Uh, if you want to see stats from recent tournaments, we have Legion uh, Stream have? now. Legion Stream, yes, which is a streaming tool. Awesome. If you're streaming Legion at a real life event or um, TTS or whatever, it's like a pre built streaming tool that you can just input a bunch of stuff in and it gives you a pre made overlay. Um, did I miss any tools? Yeah, the Legion Quick Guide. Yep, Legion Quick Guide, um, which is legionquickguide.com, but there's also a, a link under tools. Uh, and that is essentially a like hyperlinked, navigatable version of the RRG where you can just click mm -hmm. on a keyword and it'll instantly pop it's up. It just those. makes it so into a web interface instead of the yeah, PDF, yeah. which right. as someone who runs stuff for a local shop, having that has saved me a lot of time. Then like going on my phone and trying to, you know, control F and search a that, keyword in my thumbs. Yeah. That PDF too. Every time like you find I find my spot and then I I zoom in so I could read it, it like 
jumps 15 pages back or something and then i have to find it again <laughs> you click a keyword so yeah. frustrating or it uh you're reading something and then you realize the link isn't under armor it's under ground vehicle or whatever and then you have to scan through all these again to find the rule about yeah <laughs> yeah legion quick guide makes all that way easier yeah. So oh, yeah if you ever need to look up a rule just go to legion quick guide yeah um all right that's all i got that was a that was housekeeping so yeah I I pretty yeah. good housekeeping yeah there yeah. All right. You've heard enough of these. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do pay attention during that segment. Um, all right. Well, let's get to our main topics. How about we hit the Black Sun Enforcers first? Because yeah. that's hot and spicy. Not that our tactics Super exciting. is not also very spicy. But, oh, extremely spicy. Um, I'm very excited for that topic. Yeah, I got yeah, to pull these up where I can see them. For people who haven't seen yet, we actually have a section on the Atomic Mass Games website now. If you go to Legion section, it is Star Wars Legion Transmissions, and I believe all the articles will be posted there. Uh, oh, so far, it's just one. That. Yeah, so it's all there. These are This article, at least, has been written by Mr. LJ. A lot of people in the community know him, and so it's got some good content as well as stuff about these new units. Um, if we want... Are you guys ready? I could start rattling off. Yeah. So, so to be clear, on that Atomic Mass website, it's not like under the main menu. It's still, you still have to go to Star Wars Legion documents. Yeah. And then under there, yeah, it shows yeah. transmissions. Or that just, threw me or just find the link somewhere on the Discord or yeah, something. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. You can't go Their website there. still needs yeah. a little help. Well, I, I mean, organization. They say that we're getting a new website sometime soon. Soon TM. Soon TM, yeah. Uh, so clearly this is not that new website. <laughs> um, this is still on Squarespace or whatever their old website is on. But it's an article right. with actual unit cards in it, which is great. Yes. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah, so it's a spoiler for a new core unit that will be under the new mercenary rules. And this is the Black Sun Enforcers. It's a four model unit with red saves, has one health, and one courage it has a whole bunch of keywords for a core unit so uh, dauntless many. independent aim one and independent i believe is a new keyword i'm pretty sure you haven't seen it anywhere it else is. yet yeah. um but what it does is if you are not given an order you gain a name so it's the opposite of what a shore trooper has right when you give a shore an order it gets a name this is the exact opposite you don't get an order significantly better that's a much yeah. lower bar to clear to not give something an order <laughs> yeah yes so you're actually actively somewhat hindered, right, for commanding these people, which kind of fits in with the flavor. It, of it definitely fits the theme, yeah. And then they have precise also, so kind of like a stormtrooper in that way. And then they have another new keyword, which is self-preservation. When checking whether you would panic, you cannot use the courage value of units that are not in the same affiliation as you. And then it has two weapon profiles, close quarters combat, a red dice and melee, and BH4 double a red die in melee on a core unit. These guys, are, these guys are chunky. These are chunky boys. These are gangsters, man. They know how to throw every, down. Every lightsaber wielder that thinks they're safe in melee against core units are not safe anymore. These yeah, dudes you're, tra throw... you're charging into Chewie here, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's a five or six man, then that's all. That's against a lightsaber wielder that's the same as as vader yeah, right yeah. five six red dice no they're, they're not pierce immune so they do drop to a lightsaber no but coming back at vader. You. yeah 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 mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, a, it's a something swing. to keep an eye on for sure. I don't know what these guys are packing in their gauntlets. Maybe they got some brass knuckles going. But yeah, and like I said, they're from the school of hard knocks, so uh, yeah. <laughs> they'll knock around some Jedi and melee units. But with that, does come a pretty steep price tag. They are forty-eight points for the base unit, which is, is that steep, the most bro? expensive core unit outside of clones for the other factions, right? And, and for, they're also their range profiles only range two, yeah, so, which is. Other than self-preservation, I think that's probably their primary limitation is the range mm-hmm. on their yeah. profile. Yeah. And the fact that they're, quote, I mean, we'll get to the cards in a second, but they're, quote, unquote, cheap heavy is range one. So those are the um, same price as Rebel Vets. 48. Rebel yeah. Vets are also 48. Right. I mean, Vets give you a, access to a 38-point activation, too. So it's No, I know. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, I know that out there. Yeah, it's clearly this. This appears to be a unit that you would want to take always in some quantity. Um, yeah. Well, you want to talk about the little faction symbols that are up in this yeah. up in the corner of this card here? Yeah. So I, with self-preservation, it mentions this new concept of affiliation, and with the new mercenary rules, from what we've heard, you uh, you can only issue orders within your affiliation. So, for example, these guys cannot receive orders from your Empire Separatist commanders. It has to be from a Black Sun character. I assume we'll get a Black Sun commander. I think that was spoiled on the back of the yeah Black the Sun set Vigo. Yeah. yeah, similar to what we saw at the Pikes. Did I say that um, right, Vigo? Uh, I think so. I don't, okay. I'm not the one to ask. <laughs> Seems like an Italian word or something. Yeah, if it's yeah. Italian, it would be Vigo. Okay. So between that and self-preservation, they almost work like a sub-faction within your faction, right? They can't use the courage of your empire or separatist commanders. and They can't be issued orders by commanders um, who are not in their affiliation. So they work alongside your soldiers, but they kind of function separately. Does it say they can't be issued orders? No, just that they can't use the courage value, which is like significantly worse than not being able to be issued orders. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, because they are courage one. Yeah, that's a real. I mean, you're gonna have to either if you're running these guys in an empire or separatist list, uh, but you cannot take them. It appears in a um, republic or rebel, rebel list. Sad, mm-hmm. um, sad tier. No uh, red save as, rebel as, core. <laughs> no red save rebel core. No exemplar token sharing slash other republic nonsense with these. Yes. Yeah. Um, probably a good thing um but yeah so if you're if you're running them as empire or um separatist uh you got to make sure that you take either uh and we don't know what he does or how expensive he is or anything but the black sun commander or Mm -hmm. um there is a personnel upgrade which i guess we can jump into that makes them courage too so you gotta you can't just like run them but i mean i guess you could but Having one suppression one, and panicking, two, two suppression two and panicking. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, you get you get slapped by a shore mortar and you're suddenly panicking. Like that's not that's not good. <laughs> mm. um, so you want to plan to make sure that these guys either have courage to or have access to a courage to commander, um, which is a little bit of like an extra sort of quote unquote hidden cost on top of them. Um, but anyway, yeah. let's talk about their upgrades. Uh, you want to hit their upgrades for us, Lucas? Yeah, so we have the Black Sun Enforcer, which is a personnel upgrade. It's 11 points. It says Black Sun Enforcers only. 
And this is just the extra model in the unit, uh, except they have one little change that's unique from others. They have a new keyword cash, which says during setup, place one dodge token on this card. You can spend that token on this card. So they have cash dodge one cash so, money. Yeah. So you just start out with like an extra token. You can spend at any time during the game. Seems pretty good. Much better than, you know, the, the stormtrooper, rebel trooper, clone trooper B1 does come with a little bit of a price premium with that. Um, but not bad. Having a free dodge. Can't complain about that. Nope. Second one is another personnel upgrade. This one, I think, is uh, a pretty exciting one. It's the Black Sun Vigo, and it's Black Sun Forces only. Add one Black Sun Vigo mini to the model. Your courage is increased by one. You gain independent surge one, and then this model becomes your unit leader. So since they only have courage one, but also have Dauntless, this Vigo is pretty exciting. So it brings you up that courage value, so you're a little less prone to panicking. And they don't surge on defense or offense. So each turn, they're not getting an order, which is very <laughs> easy to do. You get an aim and a surge. Um, and this guy on it is only 66 points. And they average five hits with that aim, not counting the surge. You add in the surge, and it's about five and a half hits, which is pretty sweet for uh, a 66-point unit with potentially searching. They basically have ISF saves, right? Because you got the one surge or you can use it on offense. Um, that's pretty crazy, right? That's a Stormtrooper with a T21. And this unit is at, somewhat... At, at range two. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It, the, the key is, right, it's suppression immune in some ways, right? A T21 unit is going to be suppressed at one, whereas this guy with Dauntless, right, he can pile up to three suppression and still get his full activation in, which I think is as maybe a one of in your army. Um That'd be pretty nice, right? Have basically like an objective playing core unit that's a little bit tankier, a little more close range, but yep. a lot more close range because it doesn't have access to any weapons yep. that are range three. Both heavies here are range range one and two. Yeah. To me, it feels kind of like a cheaper B2 that's a little less flexible. Right? They kind less, of ignore less beefy B2. Yeah. Yeah. That B2 got real good, though, when it was able to throw four dice blast yeah. at range three. At range three, yeah. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> nearly 40 points more. So you're losing quite a 30. bit, but 30. 30. Yeah. I guess 66, 95. Well, yeah, and, and you're not kitting this one out yet. How much is a kitted out B2? 93. 93. Oh. Yeah, with yeah. the with the AJA, the rocket launcher, and... um. The T series of B2 unit is 93. Uh, it's a 95 good, it's a good... because the HA went up by two points. I my, got the list open right now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought it was, yeah, you're right. I'm still, still remembering. In the 90s is more than I Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 95. Uh, but that's a nine wound unit with armor one, and they can shoot a four dice pull with blast and impact two at range three. Yeah. So you uh, build a 94 point Black Sun Enforcer. With six models, Is which would be the comparable? shotgun and the Vega. Yeah, that's the yeah, yeah. that's the courage too. It's getting a surge and a name every turn, and he's got range two pierce with a deadlier dice pool. Five black, five white, two red. Slightly deadlier. Um, it's um, 
It doesn't. It has pierce, which is what makes it deadlier. But it does yeah. not have blast. So pierce if, on a core unit is always juicy. If yeah, if yeah. you can make it work, like we've seen that with fleets. Right, but these guys are essentially like beefier, more expensive fleets. Yes, yes. It's probably the fleets best way to survive. Yeah, yeah. So I did do the dice on these guys earlier, um, and with the scattergun and Vigo, they do do about the same amount as B2s at range two, even okay. considering blast. And then when you're in the open, you get two extra hits and pierce. Um, so they lose that extra range, but they're a little deadly up close. But something that I've thought about a little bit was B2s have fallen out of favor a little bit, right? We saw them everywhere, but with Magna Guards and Dubaks coming out, and especially I think Wookiees, B2s struggle a lot in melee because they're a low model count unit and they only have black dice. Whereas these Black Sun Enforcers are <laughs> real tough in melee yeah. and their defense doesn't go down because B2s really rely on heavy cover and armor one to shore this up. Yep. But these Black Sun Enforcers can have surging red saves in melee, which right, these guys could, you know, duel with the Wookiee squadron as long as they don't, you know, they might get hit first, but these guys can put up a fight. The Wookiee will win in the end, but it's much better than like a, a B2 unit against Wookiees is just going down with a whimper. Yep. Whereas at least these guys can put up a fight and, you know, punch back against different melee threats. And I think the most important thing when you're contrasting them to B2s, at least from the perspective of a separatist player that's trying to make this call, is that's relevant right now is you can't slap these guys with ion tokens. Mm -hmm. You know, the like B2s have, have sort of always been weak to melee, right? Um, and B2s have been great basically right up until the spider ions hit the scene <laughs> and then a b2 that gets yeah. slapped by a spider or two is very sad you know b2s do not like ion tokens at all even one is enough to because then they can't recover their gun um, yep. they yeah. can't move forward and shoot like b2s really need both their actions to do anything um and one ion token is enough to just totally cripple them so um black sun don't get ion tokens yeah so if you're looking for like a B2 substitute in a world where spider ions are still running around, maybe look at these guys. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, they, they're definitely they're definitely more vulnerable to pierce. Hondo percent. Yeah. And specifically snipers. I mean, B2s are like functionally immune to snipers because of armor one. Yeah. Um these guys, you know, they're a unit with one wound models that has red saves. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And briefly to touch on their other heavy, because you mentioned the scatter gun, which mm -hmm. is Pierce one, two reds at range, uh, range two. Yep, they also have the 28 points, by the way, which is, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's <laughs> very expensive. Now, this is a good unit to put it on, clearly, but that's a good, what, eight more points than the fleet trooper shotgun? Yeah, I got, it's 20 now. I think it yeah. started at 23, said yeah. 20 now. Mm -hmm. yep. And the other option is the Magda Enforcer, which adds a mini because it's a heavy. It has Blast, Impact 3, but the weapon profile is range 1 only with 3 blacks. So makes you really deadly at range 1 and hit pretty hard against vehicles, but it's much more limited, right? Because range 1 is quite close, as we've seen with other grenades, um, such yeah. as... I, concussion grenades that give you blasts we really don't see it many places even on fleet troopers who might try and get that close so it's a cheap option it's a cheap body um but it's gonna be tough to use that weapon profile yeah i don't see why you take that weapon profile rather than a three-point grenade like yeah you get two more dice in a body 
but you could double down with the scatter gun and take a grenade. I mean, it's it's because it's it's three points body. above the body, and you still get um, blast and impact three. So, yeah, and it's 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 you know three black dice, which is a fair bit better than. Mm-hmm. The black white that you would get with an extra body. You could so. combine the three different grenade types if you take a frag grenade. Now <laughs> you have surge crit, and then from the frag grenade you have blast from concussion. Yeah, and how you much have does impact. that cost? Let's see. What if you? What happens if you do the Magda, the Vigo, and frag grenades? It's eighty-five. So that's kind of a lot. Keyword for soup a incoming. unit with range of one. Now it's gonna hurt if you can get that pool on target, but it, units. I mean, the only. Do you need the frag grenades because the BH four double blasters do nearly the same amount, right? They don't. You get have surge. no surge. If you gain, if you add surge crit to eight dice, uh, ten dice, then yeah, you want. You that. got one surge. You got. Oh, if you bring the Vigo, yeah. I think uh, you mean thirteen dice if you bring the Vigo. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Um yeah, uh, yeah, that adds it to the magnet. Yeah. It's a it's a beefy pool. Um that's, but you can, that's adding two average almost. Yeah, but I mean the only unit I can think of right now that has like a viable range one weapon, arguably, is snowtroopers, right? And even they're sort of they're even cheaper and yeah, not seeing you still don't really see them very often. Um and they have, you know, the flamethrower has blast and the flamethrower like if you shoot a B1 unit or another six-man unit, the flamethrower results in a bigger dice pool or at, at least as good of a dice pool as this one. Mm-hmm. If you're also packing frag grenades on those snows and nobody runs that right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so don't get me wrong. I think, I think it's worth trying, uh, but I've seen people like being like, oh, let's take six Black Sun Enforcers with the grenades. Um, I don't Can know. Maybe it'll work. Points? Maybe it'll work. I'm a little bit skeptical. I think like a one of if you have a delivery method for these guys, like a um, they kicked yeah, them out some kind of, of transport. The fact. Let's see. They could put them in a snail. You could put them in a snail. You in could a put gap. them in an occupier. Yeah. Um, and they could shoot out a lat. either of those or a lat. I guess. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to get out the lat, but um. Them I mean, I, being I delivered could... in a snail or gav, like that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah kind of like it. the whole B2 thing on the snail, but yeah, I can yeah. see it. I mean, that'll get those will both get you to range one because those things are huge, move really far. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, unless the gav gets its toe caught on a, uh, on a tall crate barricade. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a barricade on top of a rock. It yeah. its toe on a barricade. An R2-D2 um, that fell down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah this, <laughs> all right, so maybe not a gap. But the snail I can see. Um, you know, or a lap. Drop him off on top of a roof mm-hmm. that's like in the, right next to your opponent's army and just start lobbing grenades down. That sounds pretty good. Sounds, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I would like spam. No, no. If you could I, safely deliver them, one or two would be great. Yeah, yeah. I think out of all these upgrades, just running the Black Sun Vigo with the Squadron Naked is probably my favorite. So you take it as a one of, as kind of a semi linebacker who's also suppression resistant. 
especially in an empire army, right? And droids are not as worried about suppression, but an empire, it would be nice to have a uh, courage two unit for 66 points that has dauntless, so, you know, grab a box and run. Um, they're good at pretty close range too, for something like that as well, or be yep. a, uh, a hostage carrier. Yeah. You know who I'm thinking about these guys with is Palpatine. Because yeah, Palpatine double lists, attack with them. have suppression issues. These guys don't. Um, Do you have to be range one for pulling the strings? It's range two. Nice. Yeah. So uh, regardless of what you equip these guys with, you know, at close range, they got a strong attack pool. Yeah. Um, so if you get them on target, you can double tap them with pull the strings. And they kind of check the core box. Well, they don't check the core box. Did we talk about how they don't check the core box? Um, they've basically said on stream that uh, mercenary units oh. do not contribute towards your minimums. Yeah, I did not know that. So yeah. most you could take three because yeah. you're going to still need your three faction core. Yep. Idea is um, right, they're kind of like an addition, right? Yep. You're hiring them, but uh, they're for not example, Darth Vader is gonna not gonna roll up with a bunch of black sun enforcers. Vader well, will roll up now. with stormtroopers and some <laughs> black sun enforcers. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's not like you can just replace your stormtroopers and your snowtroopers and your shore mm. troopers with these guys. Um, you still got to take at least three of your yeah. standard core unit. Uh, but Maybe I, for know, Shadow Collective, because their only core units that we've seen so far will be these in the pikes. And so obviously there's going to be something there. So we'll see if uh, uniquely for that faction, if it functions differently. Yeah, um, they'll, they'll, um, They've said that they're essentially some kind of special force org battle force situation. So I'm sure that they'll expand more on how that actually works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at least for purposes of what we know about with Empire and um, Separatists, mm -hmm. you still have to take your three normal core at least. But yeah, I can see with Palpatine, like take your three, some combination of shores and storms and take one of these, you know, one or two of these guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, and just roll up there with right. If they're shooting the your black sun and... enforcers, they're not shooting pal for your right. RG. Yeah, exactly. Um, could be cute with Vader too, with uh, new ways to motivate them to get them on target. I don't know. I mean, wounding auto wounding on a one wound model. Yeah, I mean, could, you can run a medic alongside them if you're really worried about that. Just run for a extra move. unit with a medic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that might double be worth it. shooting. That's range four. And like with this kind of dice pool, you might nearly delete a unit with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see it. It's a, it. I think it is a bit much to commit to that, but I could see it as a one of in that army. And that's not an edge case that's so far away that you never do it. Or right. in a uh, recover the supplies game, you run them in the middle and new ways to motivate them and triple move out or something. Or Can't new ways to double move on, like, grad. Yeah, just take it on a storm unit. No, can you take unit. it on these guys? Um, What's it tied to? It's not tied to shores or storms. So. But it's a I feel like no, but unit. I don't know if... Yeah, it might say Imperial to... only kind of thing, and that might restrict it. All right, Let's on. see. It says Imperial only. Yeah, it's faction limited. There you go. So that right. yeah. might lock it out. Yeah. I think it would, we'll right? Because yeah. with the... these guys are these guys are black south, they're not imperials. Yeah. Well, I, but they've got that little symbol, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the affiliation we'll is out. the logo. 
obviously we don't have the full rules, but like on all the other factions, top corner has their actual faction. And I guess affiliation, I think, is parallel to that. But I guess we don't have the rules yet, so it could be me either. You know what I'm curious about? It's obviously about. the intention. What I'm curious about, while we're on the subject of cheese, uh, how does Dauntless interact with Compel? Oh. What's the wording on Dauntless? I gotta... <laughs> Gosh, Look it up. I'll, dang I'll wait. It. Gosh, dang it. That I'll was wait. a rebel only keyword. And... I know. And they're taking it from us. This After you rally, if you may gain one to perform a free move action. And then what's the exact word? You're gonna need so. a keyword. It's gonna it's gonna work for both. I know. <laughs> After a friendly You're gonna get unit two free one moves. to two rallies, it's suppressed. You may gain one suppression perform a free. After you rally, if you are suppressed but not panicked, you may. Yeah, as of there probably will be an errata, but I, I mean, assume so. Or a yes. clarification in the rules that you can't do both. But as of now, right there, timing is both after you rally if you're suppressed. So you would have to have exactly, you would have to have courage too. You'd have to have exactly two suppression to satisfy being suppressed. Mm-hmm. No, being suppressed is just no. any. Because you don't get a free move action just for having a suppression. No, you have to have at least... So if they're Courage 1, then you need at least one suppression. If they're Courage 2, then you need at least two suppression. But you could that's have three what, that's or four what I'm or five. I'm, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you're yeah, Courage... Yeah. You're going to have to... And let me get to, to why. So because you can, if you do it with Courage 1, one suppression is enough because then you're suppressed. You're at your Courage right. value. But then once you take an, a suppression, then... You aren't, you aren't going to be able to add a third suppression. Well, you can because it says if you're suppressed but not panicked. But, but your that panic third check, one, your panic check you happens panic before check? this. Yeah, I think it's yeah. like if you recover in your turn, you're still suppressed for that turn. So yeah. you're already suppressed and not panicked. So I think even if you're at one suppression. But I mean, so I think there's probably going to be a... a I'm to, sure that they will fix The that. rules form or the RG. <laughs> Otherwise, yes, <laughs> at least if you read it literally uh, yeah. right now, it looks like they both work. But I'm certain that um, that will be rectified. Uh, That'd be some some real please, cheese. Please don't go build um, compel black sample list. That's <laughs> 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 to get two free moves. Well, one of them's not free because it replaces basically replaces your action. But the second one would be free. Um, all right, double move shoot, yeah, days <laughs> new ways to motivate them all the time. Um, <laughs> and then you need beers to get a recovery next time. You drop Krennix three pip, and then you're good to go. Yep, uh, <laughs> all right, Jeez. any other thoughts on these guys? No, that's disgusting. It's not gonna work, <laughs> don't worry. It's not going to be a thing. It's going to work for like a week, and that's going to be a week too much. (laughs) There's going to be like one (laughs) tournament in that week span. Yeah, I will not attend. This is dumb. Um. (laughs) Well, that degenerate interaction ignored. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's ignore that. Let's not plan on that. Um, I think it seems solid overall. I like them as, uh, especially in Empire, as like a one or two of. I think in Separatists, they still have a spot because of Ion. Um. But I mean, when you tell me I can take something for 66 points with Dauntless Courage 2, 
that deals five damage average with surging red saves. Not bad at all. Yep. The to reiterate, um, too, with separatists, they can still keep their full order control and not issue orders to these guys. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, know, I know a lot of times separatists rely on leaving one thing in the bag. They, these are these guys will probably dirty you, up your bag. You could try a little bit harder, get an order on all of the droids, and then you've got your three Black Sun Enforcers in the bag with their free aim, and you have perfect control. I see it in like a mall B2 list, but you just drop one B2 because that list already doesn't have perfect order control. And it's like, no. yeah, I think you have to. I mean, it, it would be similar construct list construction wise to having a list with B2s in it. And generally in those lists, having played them a lot, um, they do dirty up your bag, but also like that's kind of OK. Um, oh, boo, you have to play like the rest of us. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like as um, peasant rebel players over here yeah. <laughs> they get one or two orders out oh don't complain you get free dodges with i'll complain good core units um <laughs> anyway you can't stop me we'll go on Winch that win, baby yep. <laughs> uh yeah i mean i think if you're a clearly if, if you're going to get into shadow collective you should pick up some of these guys but um if you're a separatist or Empire player, you probably should also maybe try out a box or two of these guys. Yeah, get one, see how you like it. If they turn out really good, I could see some list one and two. You can get them from the fifth trooper.com, by the way. Mm-hmm. Pre orders are up. I think pre orders are code SW out. Legion. But the, they are for the core set, are they for the expansions yeah. too? Uh, for the just the core set. Okay, yeah, we still know, have the expansions. I waited too long to order. Yeah, it's like stock of pre-orders. Yeah. All right. Um, well, don't wait on the expansions. If you want some black sun enforcers, go to the fifth troop.com. Yeah, those promo code STB Legion. Still out. Uh all right. Um our topic now. Yeah, I guess we can talk about the main tactics topic. Exciting one. Yeah, uh, force user tools. Can we get some tool of the fates in here? Yeah, can you add a little cue there for Jay to? Yeah, there you go. Add that in. I'm sure you can put that in. I was gonna try and find my phone and like clumsily play it into my microphone on my phone, but I'm sure that would sound <laughs> terrible. I also think it would get us uh, copyright striked on everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good point. Um, just say it in your head. Yeah. There you go. So what do you should we assume like as a baseline because there there are builds that don't have force push mostly just Palpatine but should we assume as a baseline if you're in a force user duel that your opponent has force push? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. Besides right, even some people bring it with Palpatine. So even on Palpatine, it's a sometimes there's i think that's 50, a 50 yeah yeah a safe assumption to open with we're talking Actually, about force push being part of this mix right so let's assume that your other force user has force push so where do we start here well let's before look. we get into like specific matchups because we could yeah. endlessly pontificate about those <laughs> um let's just talk generally okay. uh because there are a lot of sort of general tips we could do here, I think. Go last. 
most of the well, time. Go not last. necessarily last, but go after your opponent's force user. Yeah. Yes. Unless you're trying yes. to kill him. Yeah, we're we're or... talking about force user on force user. Okay. So not yeah. not force users in general, but correct. Force user on force user when there's a, a push on the topic. other side. Yeah. Then yes. Try and go after the other push. And why is that, Lucas? That is because you may think you're sitting pretty safe if the unit that has already activated in melee, so they can't withdraw, but your opponent has force push on their force user, so they can charge you, slash you, and then force push you into the open so the rest of their entire army can shoot you. Yep. Or if you're safe behind the LOS blocker and like you're just getting ready to pounce, and then your opponent goes with their force user, pulls you out into a terrible spot to start next round, and light you up because he finds a way to beat yeah. you on priority. Oh, they've been or, taking standbys all turn, standbys. and they force yeah. push you out and just shoot you with their entire army. Yep. If your do opponent's not, taking yeah. a bunch of standbys, that should be like a giant red flag to you. Yes. <laughs> do not let your force user get in force push range of those yes. standbys. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be 12 inches plus 4 inches away of the nearest standby. Right, or just perhaps more to the point, 18 inches or range three away from your opposing force user. Yeah. Unless they have burst of speed, and then it's 22, <laughs> <laughs> which is most of the way to range four. Yeah, it's really far. It's really far, yeah. Someone playing a gun line against a law force users in Invader League, that burst of speed is really far. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so a lot yeah. of times, like, you could... Like, yeah, I mean, you have to be careful, but a lot of times you can get closer than these range limits because um, the force users that have jumped, they can only jump once. Yeah. Unless you're Yoda on his one pip, you can only jump once, which means that if there's stuff in between you, he's going to have to time that jump or take a reduction in speed or go around a building. Um, so you kind of eyeball that a little bit and, and and take your movement template. You're allowed yeah. to do that and kind of like visually space it out yeah um and depending on terrain too it might be a situation where like it would be a stretch for your opponent to force push force push your force user and put themselves in the open to do it um so be aware of that too you know potentially some spots could be rendered safe if there's like a big open area on the other side of a line of sight blocker uh that your army has sight on and you're Opposing force user would have to put themselves in danger to force push you, then that's probably a safe spot, even if it's in the range. But yeah, I mean, be patient is the kind of the TLDR of all this, right? Um, try and chip at your opponent's other units a little bit initially mm -hmm. while you kind of do the dance. Um, so be patient. Yeah. Um, and you're looking for a turn when you could do the most damage um or do the most relevant objective thing yeah yeah objectives are always i mean usually goal. i find that between two experienced players if they're both playing force users with force push the thing that kind of like kicks off the force user on force user action is some kind of objective um because at some point you know your armies are done chipping at each other and you have whether it's payloads crashing into each other or you know uh you have a last first situation where somebody tries to grab a box or something like that um 
it's usually the objective that kind of like triggers that force user um, force user action in a game mm-hmm. between two experienced players. That's just yeah. And in that matchup, when you do both have a force user on the approach, any shots you can get and any wounds is huge because that yep. sets your own force user ahead. So even though sometimes with the sniper, you might be thinking, oh, they're in heavy cover. I'm only going to push one hit through, even if I get lucky. That one wound could be the difference between your force user winning that duel or losing. So keep your force user very safely behind line of sight blockers, preserve those wounds, and do everything in your power to get early wounds there. So once that battle does start, your force user has a head start there. Because say you're both at like two health, that's roughly a swing oftentimes. And a force user who's still alive with two health is still massive. So, right, that that two health right there can be the difference. And a Darth Vader sitting on one health at the end of the game can still be, you know, each turn deleting a unit. Yeah. 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 And part of that, part of the relevance of that chip damage is that other than some very lucky Son of Skywalker rolls for like, and now you will die. it's extremely difficult, if not in some cases, statistically impossible because some force users only have five dice for one force user to kill another in one swing. Um, so that chip damage kind of makes it so that like once, once you're close to each other, um, it's generally a bad idea to attack your opponent's force user with your own unless you can kill them. And So and why do you say that? Well, I because I'm just, um, I mean, there's two reasons. The first we touched on already is if, like, clearly, if your opponent's force user has already gone and you can get a free swing on them, you know, and they don't have a bunch of dodges, sure, go for it. Um, but, like, if you're talking about a going first situation, unless you can have a reasonable shot at killing your opponent's force user and then getting somewhere safe, they're going to just eat that. They're going to swing back at you. And then they're going to force push you into the open and then shoot you with everything else and then go somewhere safe with their force user. So, um, but thirdly, um, like lightsaber pools are really inefficient to use against units with Pierce immunity. Yes. That's um, yeah. because they derive so much value from that Pierce. So yeah. it's a small ish dice pool. You know? They're not like big dice pools. Five usually. to seven dice. Yeah. Like they're good. But there's way better heavy weapons out there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, We've all seen the, the movies, thing. right? The Jedi fight for <laughs> for ages against each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In yep. game two. Yeah, that's in how it happens two. in game two. Yeah. Yeah, they, they swing at each other for like 30 minutes. <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, other than the last duel between Maul and uh, Obi-Wan. <laughs> that one was not fat. Not, not very long. Um, spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, go go watch it because that is in there. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's Rematch. like one of the one of the secret moments in Star Wars Rebels that it's like, yes, they fight each other again, and it's actually kind of awesome. Um, but it's buried in Star Wars Rebels. I don't remember it. I have to watch it again. Google it. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I've seen it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. but right. Um, and they also fight in Clone Wars. So. Yeah. At least twice that I can think of. Yeah, I think they fight twice in Clone Wars. Maul fights a lot of people in Clone Wars. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Ahsoka, Anakin, Obi-Wan. Yep. 
Dooku. Palpatine. Yeah, he fights Dooku Palpatine. with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And Palpatine, um, yeah. He's been around. <laughs> Ventress. He's lost a lot of those fights. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Um, all right. Anyway, we're getting on a tangent here. Uh, TLD, topic. TLDR. Your fights. Yeah, TLDR lightsabers are not great against other force users. Unless yeah, you're Dooku. Um, unless you're Dooku. Hunt those lightsabers if you are Dooku. Yeah. Yeah. Dooku Huge can value. Because he can shot force users quite easily. And then if you do have chip damage, like a cunning, since Dooku also has cunning, he's uniquely good at first lasting because he can go in last, chop you, and then go first default. And often two attacks from Dooku is a dead force user. So he's one of the unique people that can pretty much 100% to zero another force user if you're able to last first them. He is noticeably smaller threat range without relentless or charge. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, it's terrifying. Yep. Yeah, don't don't go after Dooku with uh another force user. Terrible. Not idea. if you're within <laughs> 10 inches. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and the, move force push into contact and swing. Yeah. And there are a couple cards, command cards specifically, that can kind of make this prospect slightly better. Um the ones that I can I'm think Jedi. of are well, I'm a Jedi in the reverse, right? Where you can just shut down your opponent's attacks. Yes. Without activating Luke. Sit down. Importantly. Yeah, just start of the turn. Um, but as far as like, besides Makashi Mastery, when you can attack another Force user and you have decent chance of doing some real damage to them, um, Son of Skywalker, obviously. Because uh, even if they have a dodge, you plot through that on the first one and then you take a, mm-hmm. you know, a dodgeless swing on the second one or Duel the Fates. Um, because your opponent can spend the dodge implacable potentially, but then your fish invader out of the back for that second attack, yeah, which isn't great. Um, yeah, I find implacable is better if you can set up a last because yeah. you can go with them last and then push last, them right out of the bag, yeah. Yep, so you uh, burst if you're using commander vader, you can yep. do some pretty funky stuff where you burst double move hit something and then drop <laughs> back up the stack and move again at speed three yeah. or something <laughs> yeah you can get really far <laughs> yeah. um, not thematic at all Vader can move fast and then become crippled <laughs> yeah i think that's in the uh, comics somewhere where he goes too hard and then he's all broken down i think that's all anakin would Vader. totally do that or anakin yeah yeah Old Man Vader. I mean, Old Van Vader is still Anakin. Eh. I think the reason that he like throws Palpatine over, over that railing and saves Luke is not like out of love for his son, but simply because that's the most dramatic thing he could think of to do at the time. <laughs> that's that's Anakin, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Boo! Yeah. Boo! This man. Well, pretty pretty much dramatic thing I can do. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's not. I didn't come up with that. That was. A... <laughs> um, what what are we else, talking about? What else about force users? Force, uh, force user, user duels. Um, Into the fray. That's great. Yep. For that Surges. extra defense when you don't have, um, when you're out of command cards to give you dodges, or you're playing like Son of Skywalker that doesn't give you a dodge. Yeah. yeah. Here's a question. 
Um, what situations when two force users are actively dueling, would you take a dodge over an aim? Because I think oh, there are some situations what? where you'll take a dodge over an aim in those duels. I think I think almost always, unless they have yeah. like like one or two health left. Right. I pretty much agree, right? Unless you're just trying if, to if kill you're, them. If you're going first. You're going first. Which you yeah, should do sometimes. Yeah, it, it depends. Like, with seven dice on Luke, I might feel like I could get three wounds with an aim. You know, get a full boat of six or seven. So I might try and aim if they're at three or less. Yeah, and you're healthy, yeah. Yeah, and into the fray. Yeah, and if I have, like, four plus wounds, into the fray also makes me less worried about taking a dodge action um if you have force reflexes obviously then you don't need to do a dodge action because you could do the force reflex dodge but an aim is is so important when you're lightsaber swinging because you get one shot at it and dice can whiff yeah like if you need to kill your target you take an aim yeah and if you're going first then you probably need to kill your target so yeah well because if you're going first and you just dodge and fight him, then he could just push you away after. Yeah, yeah. And then you're exposed. Mm -hmm. You had you got one dodge, cool, but won't be enough. I mean, it depends on the situation too. Like, um, it's you know, like if you're fighting over an objective, maybe you have a box and you just want to like go first and push them away and then run away. Um, yeah, I think I only like go that. first if I can kill or I'm getting out of the fight. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should never go first if you don't expect to actually kill your target or you can safely run away with something or you need yeah. to run away with something like a box. Those are really the only situations where you should be going first. Yeah. And typically, um, you don't want to do it late game anyway if you're going to try and kill something. Because like even if it's early game, if you kill something, the rest of the army can shoot you. Whereas it's typically later where the, you know, when there's only five models on the table each side, taking away one of those five at the beginning of the turn is a lot more effective. So even then, I think if you're going to kill something, it's right timing. You need to know that a great example is say you're towards the end of the game, your opponent has like a dewback and a few weak core. If you kill that dewback, that sets you really far ahead against a bunch of core in a four season. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if your opponent doesn't have anything left to shoot you with, if they force push you in the open, then clearly, like, yeah, there's less of a downside to going first. Um, there's a couple ex other exceptions to that. Uh, the one I can think of is Palpatine, simply because um, since he dishes out immobilized tokens with an value of die, mm -hmm. he can kind of cripple an opposing force user without. Always forget that. Without it's brutal damaging them or killing them. Um, you know, if you if they don't have burst, then it's just a normal speed two force user. You just attack them twice, and you slap two mobilized tokens down on them. Um, so if they have burst, you slap three, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you kill them anyway because you've just attacked them three times. But sad. I need uh, to play against Palpatine before singly limb Stark. Yeah, yeah. Immobilized tokens are attached to that card. It's it's yeah. it's a one of the effects side effects that people always forget about but that is like really important, like you remember actually. the suppressive you remember the p the pierce range but yeah mobilize all right it's uniquely relevant against force users since most things palpatine kind of kills outright yeah um but since oh, force users yeah. is a mean pierce 
Wookiees um, would stop dead in their tracks too. Yeah. Yeah. It's Might only smokers. kill one or two models, but they're not coming for you. Right. Then you can punch them with IRG. Yeah. Some quick jazz. Or shoot them. Stop all the Wookiees. Whatever. Yeah. It's really good against dewbacks because you can't spur if you yeah. can't move. <laughs> Oof. So you only need one immobilized token on a dewback to freeze them. Oh, because their speed is one, huh? Yep. Yep. I've had Get that wrecked. happen before. And it works against vehicles too, by the way. So because oh, yeah. vehicles can take immobilized tokens. Ah, that's so weird. Um, so yeah, if you got a speed one vehicle that you want to, I thought lock Bane in place. was the only one that could do that, but we've had Palpatine for years. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, we need a practice game before single limbs. <laughs> All right. Dang. I, might not, I might not make it to single limbs. Oh snap! Even if I win my next game, there's like a world where um, we have three, four, and ones in our group. Uh, Even if, if you win? I thought if you win, you shut the other guy down to 3-2. Nope. Because my last opponent is like 2-2 two and two or something. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's possible that we have three 4-1s in our group. If, if I win, I will be 4-1. And, and then if, if Bees beats Captain Cook, then both of them will also be 4-1. And, and we've each beaten each other in the head-to-head. So uh, go to points. Yeah. And Captain <laughs> Cook is he's four and oh right now, but his last opponent is Bees. Captain Cook Bees. Oh. Yeah. Um and Bees' only loss is me. So um so far. Or so you I need mean Captain Cook to you need Captain Bees. Cook to win. Yeah. You need or him you're to right. If five, Captain though. Cook beats Bees, then I'm fine. And then Bees you already need has to win loss. your game. Right. And I need to win my game, obviously. Yeah, this is all hinges on me winning my game. If I lose my game, I'm just screwed no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot yeah. of pressure on this last game. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to, um, with that, do we want to move over to yeah, I think Invader that's good, League? That's or did we segue. have any final thoughts? Yeah, I think yeah. go last this is the main thing. Like, Well, not, not necessarily last, but just be patient. We had, because, yeah. yeah. We mentioned yeah, yeah. the exceptions. Right. right. Um, well, and go after your opponent's force user. That. Yeah. 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 Um, and don't be unless they have something like an you'll die or son of skywalker don't be worried that they're going to like attack you with the lightsaber and kill you in mm-hmm. one shot because that's pretty uncommon yeah and if you um, are going to engage the other jedi shoot to kill because you need to be in a position where you could hopefully one shot them since yeah you don't want to be swatting laser swords especially like with someone with luke because uh, son of skywalker can easily <laughs> turn that duel against you yep for sure um all right, yeah, let's talk about Invader League. All right. So we started talking about your group. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm th- I'm three and one. Um, we already talked about my game versus Captain Cook. <laughs> get red save PTSD. I mean, he shouldn't have, Palpatine should never have been in a position where he was in a, in a spot to be shot. And Captain Cook did all the things he needed to do to make that happen. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, yeah, so I dropped the game. Uh, if if I win my next game, then I will be four and one. Um, but as we discussed in the last five minutes, that there's a situation be. where there's three four and ones in our group, and I currently only have one victory point. Um, a max of four, which will so the not, max I could get four, which will not already beat either of the other two players' victory points. Correct. Yeah, I've had 
I had one, people are like, well, you should play Intercept. I had a game on Intercept. That was my game against V's and V's, and I tied that 5 5. So that's me. I keep telling them to play Intercept. I know. And well, in all, in all these victory point <laughs> ties, my opponent has had, I mean, I think B's had what, four models left? Oh. Um, and oh, so I've had. Finish it. I know. Finish him. And then I, and I just couldn't, like, and I've had two VAPS games too, with a similar situation. Um, yeah. But, like, I couldn't table him and I couldn't get to his VAPS. So. Dang, um, this is what it is, but um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm uh, I'm happy that regardless of whether I get into Elans or not, um, you've got Palpatine. Well, I guess we're not really worried about your well, I guess, yeah, because there, there's the two linchpins for you to make it. So, your Palpatine list against Captain Bill's Vader, Vader, Boba Fett. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Commander Vader. Vader is always uh, a wild card. Vader can just. Yeah. I mean, I think more than anyone except maybe Yoda, Vader can just kind of be like, you know what? Uh, I don't feel like losing this game. I'm gonna just kill everything by myself. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, Luke, so we'll Luke see. can do that too. Maybe not as regularly. Luke, I would say Luke is third behind Yoda and Vader in that department. Behind Vader, said. Um, because Luke is. Don't get me wrong. Luke is is mobile and he is um, durable and he's fast. It's too uh, late. You've already said it. You've already hurt his feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry, Luke. I still love you. Um, but uh, Vader. I mean, the di- primary difference really is choke, like you said, and also the command cards um, and surge. Right, like makes the- Vader more survivable. Yeah, although Luke has so much dodge actions that it probably evens out there. Um, but uh, Vader's command cards just kind of uniquely make it so that once he's like in the middle of the opposing army, he just starts being a real problem. He gets way more aggressive. That's yeah. for sure. Luke um, doesn't really have a like he has the one son of Skywalker turn that's super aggro. Um, but it's but yeah, you're right. He doesn't yeah. have a lot of aggro after that. Right. Vader's got implacable, he's got Vader's might, he has fear and dead men, he has um Master Evil. <laughs> so yeah, all of which are like devastatingly effective when he's in the middle of his opponent's army. Yep. Luke's command cards are, are good. They're great, really, but they're just much more subtle in ways that like improve Luke's defense or something like that, other than some Skywalker and sometimes surf, but um, yeah. Anyway. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm definitely not taking anything for granted. It's on Malachor, which has a bunch of Hills that Vader will be able to hide behind. So <laughs> we'll see. And Boba is always dangerous against friend saves too. So um, yeah. 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 We'll see what happens. I'm just worried about winning that game and then I'm going to see, you know, I don't have any control over anything else. So, um, good luck, Captain Cook. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. Need to get that game streamed. I don't know if uh, it is going to be, if it's on the streaming schedule or not. Which one? The, the, the Captain Cook versus, um, versus Bees. Yeah. Versus bees. I don't think they've scheduled it yet. I think they had it on the schedule and there was a, a yeah, conflict or something. So, um, but yeah, uh, I will attentively watch that one. <laughs> I mean, even if I lose, I'll still attentively watch that one because it's my group mates, right? And I'll be rooting for them. But um, yeah, anyway, that's specifically me. one of them. 
<laughs> I'm just excited that I got to play Palpatine again. It's made me yeah. want to bring him to Atlantic City. So, oh snap! I mean, we'll see. I've got some options. Um, there were other things that I wanted to try for Adepticon that I didn't end up trying. Um, I'm also considering just giving Anakin another shake, just because I feel like I learned a lot from my Adepticon experience. And, okay. Uh, and it's also fully painted. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> there it is. Uh, even it for, out. I mean, for Palpatine, I'd have to do a lot of work. There's a rebel list I want to try where I'd have to, I have them right here in front of me. It's, it's your favorite, your favorite rebel trooper model there, John. Is it? A, Who's it? Some DLT 20. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Next, next to, next to your other favorite rebel trooper model. The captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty nice. I don't think I would do Jedi Luke just for sake of variety because I have to be a unique snowflake. But I have something else. (laughs) I'd have something else uh, with Rebel Troopers that I think would be really good slash fun. So I have to go back to my Han Luke Chewy stuff. I was I was so close to with that, and I feel like I could have just done better. And carried that list further. That's how I feel with Anakin. So that I might still end up yeah. playing that. We'll see. Yeah. So I saw for while we're talking about ACO, I saw those dates on free. So I might be trying to scrounge together some funds, maybe uh convince the wife that I could do this as a graduation gift to myself. Hey. I'm graduating like two weeks before that. Ooh. So it might be my last hoorah here in the States. Gonna make a splash before I get destroyed by a bunch of good German players. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell her you're working. Be like, honey, it's for the network. Yeah, yeah. We're traveling for work. It's work. <laughs> All work, 100%. Nose to grindstone. No fun. Yeah. Well, if you're going now too, it's gonna be a party. I'm gonna have to get the funds together to go. I think, I think the cooks might be going too. Both father and son. We'll have to start a GoFundMe get us all out there. <laughs> I haven't got to play Luke Cook since Adepticon 2019. And, and I want a rematch. I need my, yeah. I my ELO points back. <laughs> <laughs> give him back, punk. Yeah, give him back. <laughs> you young whippersnapper. Right. Um <laughs> Anyway, that was a tangent from Imperial League. I'm sure we'll have lots of time to talk about ACO. It's about, what, six weeks out at the moment? Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. all right. How are you guys doing, Invader? Hopefully better so, than me. Yeah. Do you want to go first, John? Because I think you got the best news out of everyone. Uh, I mean, I can't remember if we talked about it on the last one. I got my five games knocked out pretty quick. Um, and I did go 5-0, so I am locked in. Um, Rebel DLT. Uh, I've got five of those, the dodge spam, and then op Luke and two snipers and two officers. I mean, the core shreds, absolutely shreds white saves. And then red saves, you know, Luke is in your face. Um, I've gone against a couple of force users. And I mean, like you follow the stuff that we talked about earlier and tends to work out. Um I haven't played against Vader or Palp with this. Um, those are tougher matchups for Luke, but I'm pretty confident against them too. So I could see potentially the triple high velocity snipers that Palp brings being a problem. Yeah. Depending on the map. Yeah. Also, so here's the thing too. Um, depending on the map, if a high velocity sniper shoots at me, 
Uh, I mean, yeah, you could go to the edge of range five and then I can't move back and shoot you. But if you're not exactly at that edge of range five, I'll probably remove that model right back. After, because after you've exhausted uh, barrier and protector. Okay. Okay. If he's <laughs> so, so they're all staying close. They're, you're not flanking. Oh yeah. Anything. No, I've 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 played this list okay. now quite a bit. So okay. Yeah. I also have my up. sniper. Is really good at the range fight. Um, yep. I have a local guy here who really. I mean, he gets out. he gets to stop two hits once, and then once he recovers it. Yeah. And you can, it's it's better. It, it, the IRG just, the IRG is seems gotta, like it does more than palp. You you got to play against it before you knock it. All right. Yeah. Right. Or ask, yeah, just ask Jay about it. Let's play. <laughs> well, he like okay. shoots you with a sniper, barriers it, and then activates palp, taps that sniper again, has barrier up for that sniper again. <laughs> That's some yeah. pretty gross shenanigans. On top of protector. Yeah, that is a fourth so. sniper shot with palp. That's true. That's yep. true. And it's not like I mean, you also have shores, and it's, it's fine. I'll just hide. So. I'll just hide for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's problem not solved. Like- not an experience you're used to having as a, a DLT gun line, no. probably. Yeah. No, um, no I th- I mean, yeah, I think it could be fine, right? There's still a lot of firepower yeah. in that DLT gun line, but it probably a slightly tougher matchup than what you've been facing, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, congrats on the 5-0. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Just that's waiting the, that's the solution to and, not yeah. having to worry about tie breaks. Just don't lose a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I am starting to like to get into streaming now. It's a lot of fun. I've I've streamed I think three Invader League games now, hoping to do more. And especially when seeing Lelim starts, it'll be yeah. fun. Awesome. Yeah. I think uh, I'll hopefully be. I've been doing a lot of self casts, and then but uh, I graduate around the time that all the finals will be happening yeah, and i'll have nice. a lot once that's done like i'm very busy right now because i'm trying to write my thesis but <laughs> once that's over i'm gonna be a lot more free so hopefully okay. get some uh some single elims games in unless you're in the finals you know? yeah unless i'm in the finals so i guess that's a good transition to my group yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so last time we talked i was three and zero and i've gotten one more game in against cywern and now i'm four and zero and my game at Cywern, he was playing Flyboys with Biston. And we ended up going, uh, he was blue. We tied. He's the only person that I had the, an equal bid with, with the three-point bid. Everyone else has, has, has both of us beat. He won the roll-off and went with blue. Or actually, I think I won the roll-off and picked red because we both had almost exactly the same battle deck. Okay. Um, and I wanted to have the last veto to get the objective I wanted and the last deployment for attack strike so that I could have more time to try and, you know, with attack strike, you're often positioning for something deadly on turn one. And so I've been pre- almost preferring red because it just gives me that one more activation delay. on deployment. Yeah. To kind of, you know, figure out what my opponent is trying to do. But with that game, essentially it was Luke versus attack strike and attack strike just barely edged out against Luke and Han uh, my guys were pretty wounded after that, but once Luke and Han were down, despite having, you know, crippled ISF and Iden, um, my dewbacks just t- like tore through all the white saves after that. And so it ended up being a pretty solid win. That one was uh, another self-cast, um, but he's a good opponent. But my group, I'm currently 4-0, but one of my opponents, uh, R37-N008 or Retnoob, 
he has gone 4-1 with nine tiebreaker points. And my next opponent is Rowdy Foyne, and he's 3-1. And so basically I have to beat Rowdy to move on because uh, Rhett Noob has like great tiebreakers and Rowdy and I are only one point away on tiebreakers. So basically if he beats me, that would bump him up. Um, right. There are ways I could potentially lose and still move on, but it's more, I just need to win this game, get the clean five. Oh, so it doesn't come down to tiebreakers. Yeah. So you either need to, cause, cause if he beats you, then you'll have the triple four, one scenario. Yep. The dreaded triple four, one. So you will have to, that actually is. I, it's a lot. There's a lot. Does it happen a lot? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and we have a lot of groups that aren't resolved yet too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, if you tie on VPs even, and he wins, you continue. Yeah. Cause you have seven to his six VPs. Um, so at worst, like, you know, sabotage moisture vaporators, like you could give that to him. Just careful, man. Our game, this cast might come out before, uh, our I game. Mean, the cast is on, I mean, the game is on Thursday. So maybe we'll Jay see if he's that quick on the draw. A little yeah, bit I'll be like, late. hey, Jay, can you uh, really post this after 5 p.m. PST <laughs> on Thursday once our game has started? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because I was going to talk a little bit about... So he's playing a Vader gun line. It's Darth Vader, uh, Commander with Burst of Speed, um, Saber Throw, Vigilance, and Force Push. And then he has Imperial Officer with Binox, Five stormtroopers, a T21 specialists, and uh, recon intel, and then triple snipers, and so that's going to be a, a tough army to fight with tack strike. And I've kind of said a lot of these games, it really comes down to how that lightsaber fight goes out between the engagement and the lightsaber. So it's a tough one. And then uh, obviously, I'm hopeful that I can win this game, but. Rowdy, we have had some really tough people in our group like Cyber and Acer, and he had pretty solid wins against them. Um, and he's kind of an unknown factor because he hasn't been an invader or other events. So it's one of those things that he doesn't have much of a history in Legion, but he's beat a lot of really good players and had uh, gave Retnoob a run for his money. It was a close game for them. So were any we'll of his games streamed that you could go back and watch? I don't think so. I wasn't able to find any. I can double check, but. Uh, I do don't study. So. I, I could do some some recon, some recon intel, you know, get ready for the <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, so basically I kind of got to win this one. The nice part is it is all in my hands, right? It's in this game. Um, yep. But I guess being 4-0 with seven points, I thought I was in a good spot. And each game, so I went 3-0 at the beginning, felt like I was in a good spot. Then Rhett Noob won out all the rest of his games with crazy tiebreakers. So I was like, oh, I probably still need to do well. And then uh, Rowdy's coming through, beating everybody also. So I was <laughs> like, man, I'm sitting here at 4-0 and I'm still having to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been real. through so much already and I, it's still not over. It's getting nutty. Yeah. So it's it's been a good group, though. Um, there's been some pretty rough West groups. Like Group 8 is another... <laughs> gnarly group that's one with bobby blood ocean lord of paper towel yeah. ben ljk talk polite um karma five and the calico kid that's another group that when i saw it, i was like man i think i've streamed two of their games and they're they've got a lot of mandalorians in there but that's interesting like, yeah i mean it's working <laughs> yeah. yeah it ain't broke down fix i guess right yeah, yeah. 
well, if I'm able to make it out, we should definitely have some practice games because uh, you and I might see each other in the West Coast singly limbs. If yeah, I get out. this is true. <laughs> is Timbo also West? Timbo is also West Coast, and I think oh, he's man. three, you know? Oh, no, he's 4-1 with six points. And the next one, there's only one other 3-1 in his group, so he's moving on. Yeah. Oh, so man. Timbo's in. Yeah. Who else? Is there anyone else you know here on the West Coast? I mean, I know most of Group Eight. Yeah. Oh. So we'll dang, see. Group Three is another brutal one. They have, it's JJ's Juggernaut at four-one. Snyder second place at. Oh no, he won last Invader League, didn't he? He did. Second. Yeah. yeah, Snyder won. Previous Invader champion sitting at three-two in this group. I don't um, think Snyder continued either. Yeah. He no, was it's... beat out by Dars, I think. <laughs> Yeah, the joke is that it's a uh, it's become a winner's curse, at least for yeah. the last two, um, because in Osata won season. What, what season are we on? Eight, right? Eight. Now. Eight. Yeah, in won season six, um, and he he got bounced before Elims last season, and then Snyder won last season, and he um, is not making it to Elims this season. So, yeah. Yeah, winner's, these... winner's curse. I don't know. These West Coast groups are brutal. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's tough when there's, yeah, there's a group where Snyder drops two games and JJ also drops a game. Like, everyone here is good players and they all have dropped games. Um, group I 8 think, has a lot of big names. I think in general, the sort of baseline level of player skill in Invader League has increased. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, there's there's lots of unknowns that are coming out and doing, uh, doing really well. Um, yeah. You know, there's people that have that have sort of done poorly in past seasons that are um, looking significantly better. So, yeah, I think I think the floor has kind of been raised. Um, I mean, definitely. every season really, but definitely this season, I'm noticing that uh, this this overall skill level, you know, the tide has yeah. kind of risen. So rising tides. Yep. It's it's not as it's not as as tall and skinny as it used to be. It's much flatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't get too comfy up there on that elo perch. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous now. If I uh, oh for your invader, you're gonna lose it on invader, and you lost it in yeah, real life. I already right? I already got bounced from the number one spot in North America elo. The invader one, I I think. Uh, you had a pretty good handle on the invader one. Yeah. I, well, had I mean, a, was, Snyder is also yeah. going to get bounced because he That's dropped true. some games and he's number two. Yeah. And Florf is a solid hundred points behind you. Yeah. Okay. Well, still not getting not getting those Elims games in could be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm catching up only 200 points away from you if I can win these. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was that far. I skipped out like the last two seasons, though. So I don't know. Yeah. Do you know we were in a season together, John? No, I don't know. When you were what talking about again? the whole technophobia. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know, uh, <laughs> the first cast that John and I were on, he said, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And he was like, you look familiar. Have we met before? And I was like, yes. At SoCal, you drove me to like lunch and dinner and we ate together. <laughs> wow. And we were in Invader League together and he totally forgot me. So Mr. Bushfax just too big for us low plebs. <laughs> I'm down there on 65th on that elo. So it's 
I've got a long climb to the top. Hey, you know, it's uh, you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And some of these, I mean, you know, Snyder's, I mean, clearly this could change after the season, but Snyder's only got 23 games and he made it to number two with just 23 games. So, yeah, well, he's but like it, dropped two games helps. before the season. It helps if your first 10 games are like amazing. Well, that's true. Yeah. Because you get double points on those first 10. Oh, okay. That's fair. And Florf is similar. Florf has 28 games and he's third. Yeah. So, um, I've got 18 he, yeah. recorded games. Yeah. Plus these five more wins. That'll help. We'll see. Yeah. See how it shakes you out. You never know, man. Yeah. I might try and sneak in a ELO update in between round robin and single. And <laughs> Give yourself that Just bump. to see it. <laughs> Just to see what it looks like. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally unbiased. Yeah, totally. Yep. Definitely for scientific reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Games played in what group are you in? I'm in group uh, four. West four? Yeah. Yeah. Games played in West four count double for no particular reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just an especially competitive <laughs> group, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, the wild wild card. Every just we took a side. poll, and, yeah. and and everyone said that Group Four in the West should probably take double points. Yeah, took a one person so, poll. Yeah, I think the whole West Coast. I should. mean, the quantity doesn't matter. It's right. I think yeah. the whole West Coast should have double points. I mean, like we said, top no, we, we don't want to get too crazy. It'll imbalance the the equilibrium of the entire Elo population. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just West Four. Yeah, just West Four. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're going off the rails here. Um, you guys got any final thoughts? <laughs> uh, no, nothing here. Invader's fun. Everybody should play Invader League if you got the time. It is. I need to try and get my locals to do it. It's a great way to... I know people... Like, TTS is not nearly as fun. Yeah. As real-life play. But... It's still fun. It's still Legion-ish. Um, and uh, like, it's a great way to improve your actual real table Legion ability. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both because it's a good way to like sort of zero in on the fundamentals because of all the tools and stuff that are in there. Like just anecdotally, it makes you better at measuring. It makes you better at cohesion. It makes you better at positioning um and the but, the thought process your brain goes through on yeah. turn zero especially turn zero like it it's important yeah it's helpful yep. um yeah i mean that's an interesting point because uh in invader at least the maps are known in advance so you can freely scout them and you know which mm -hmm. opponent you're playing on which map yeah, so like spend an hour looking at it right and just just the activity of like spending actual dedicated time with known mm -hmm. variables on a turn zero problem makes yeah. you better at turn zero so yep um so then you might but, see similar stuff when you're on a real table and you've already gone through the whole yep. thought process of what Bingo. you're looking for yep but also just i find that invader is a great way to expose yourself to players and lists and strategies and stuff that um, gets you out of your local bubble gets you out of your local bubble yeah it's really yeah. important to get out of your local bubble so mm -hmm. um i think I mean, it just depends got... on what your goal is obviously right yeah yeah like but I think I've got like a small percentage of locals that are like TTS naysayers and it influences the rest. Mm. So I need yeah. to cut that down. <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. yeah. Stop. I mean, if you don't like it, don't do it, but don't like make right. other people not do it. it it's, 
that's a, a concept all throughout society though that yeah, yeah people like to complain about things and that rubs off unintentionally right um, yeah i see it you a don't lot like it math yeah. as well don't do it that's fine whatever do you you do you let other right. people make do a tts hipster article to make fun of all those people there you go <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of them just point out to them why yes yeah. is actually kind of cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> not as just good kidding. as the real thing but yeah it's like 70 percent is good 60 i still enjoy it yeah i don't know yeah it's, 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 it's i don't enjoy thing. it as much for tournaments like yeah. i did the knowledge and defense which was fake worlds oh, when it uh, was bad i would i would never do like multiple ptsd from one that. day it was brutal like yeah i playing lvo and socal open i was so much less tired after that than the the other one too i think it was four games a day if i remember <sighs> and it was just all in tts and my brain was cooked although i i did well in that so i guess i was good at managing that <laughs> brain being cooked but it was not enjoyable i judged didn't for play. that i and think my, i judged my brain was cooked yeah which meant like we had to actively watch a game or two or something no, because that was the first that was the first tournament where they used MOB. And the tournament regulations say that um, a judge has to witness concessions when you're using MOB. Yeah. So I remember at least the primary source of my exhaustion for that tournament was like having to bounce back and forth between all these games to basically just sign off on a concession. Yeah. Um, that was a huge that was like most of my judging time, I think, during that tournament. Hmm. Um, it's kind of a dumb stipulation but just but also like concessions are yeah i know but yeah i don't know we're not in charge of that score your game properly yeah (laughs) anyways anyway big tangent um how about we end this end this before we get even further off the rails let's do it all right we're the notorious scoundrels on Kyle. And I'm John Bushfax Bushman. <laughs> and I'm Lucas Technophobia Eustick. Look at you guys with the full, full <laughs> spiel. We um, got Twitch channels now. We got to plug that. By the way, check out uh, Twitch TV dash Bushfax or dash Technophobia. Oh, you said Bushfax. There you go. Um, all right. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bedding. <laughs> <laughs>